Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wombrode, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Welcome, everybody. We're excited that you've tuned in today. We're going to talk about something that Heather and I have talked about many times before, but we have an awesome specialist with us today, and that is the very, very important piece of your business, the database. Yes. And Heather and I have ours. We've talked to you about how we work ours, but today's podcast is going to be amazing because Scott Layden is joining us, and Scott came and taught a class to the Wilson Group of, oh, six, eight months ago mm-hmm. on database, and I had to pick my jaw up off the table with some of the stuff you said. It was so smart and so good, and it's going to catch the attention of our listeners. So, Scott, we're going to just throw it out there and let you introduce yourself a little bit and then jump right in. Awesome. Well, my name is Scott Layden. I'm the senior mortgage planner for the Layden Mortgage Team. We are lending in all 50 states these days, but oh my prim- goodness, I didn't primarily know out of Tennessee. We love working with single-family houses up to four units. We will do small commercial properties, but we really focus on that that for our bread and butter. I invest outside of that that a little bit, but for the most part, that's where I spend my life is owner-occupied and then small rental properties. We focus on partnering with realtors and helping them build their business. I believe that every time that we get to know someone, we ought to try to bring value Mm -hmm. to their lives and lift them up a little bit and help them have a better career or better financial net worth or better cash flow or whatever it would be. Just the tools that a lender would have and someone who's been at this for a long time. I have been in Nashville since I did a market study here in 1991. I actually come out to do a little songwriting and found out that there were oh, much better, a... much better songwriters than me here. Fun fact. Fun there fact on go. Scott Layton. I was able to compare myself to these amazing writers out here, and it really freed me up to work on my mortgage business because I, I couldn't see closing the gap. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'm really good at this, and I'm not really good at that. And so I will, I'll go out and listen to music and absolutely love it, but, uh, and, you know, fiddle with it a little bit. But. Right. No pun intended on the fiddle with. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, I try to throw a quick one in there when I can. Yeah. There you go. So I, I, I came out here, I'd, I'd come out of UCLA in real estate and finance. And uh, started in Venice Beach, California. So yes, I have a lot less hair than I had back then. Um, but uh, I, I honed my craft there and worked for the person who taught the art and science of real estate investment out at UCLA and just ended up working for him and learned, learned my craft and really learned some things about databasing and investing at the same time. So on the databasing, uh, the, the number one thing I could say is that you have a choice. Let's say you're going to have a 30-year career. And you can either have a one-year career 30 times, or you can have a 30-year career that builds over time, right? And the absolute difference is, do you keep track of your people? Do you keep track of your opportunities? Do you keep track of uh, your demographics and your people moving and what they care about and, and all of the things that a realtor would use or a lender? But, you know, I, I think of us interchangeably. We're, we're two sides of the same coin, right? Because we need to work together most of the time. And so building on that is really, really important. So you can either go every year trying to prospect for someone new, or you can build up upon the people that used you before. 
which doesn't happen automatically. You know, you're out of sight, out of mind. I, I don't have the exact right. numbers in front of me, but it's somewhere between 60 and 80% of people after they close, when they're surveyed by NARS, say, yes, I'd use the realtor again. Mm-hmm. It's 88%, believe it or not. 88%. At closing, they would use the same person again. And what is the stat for actually do? Is it 12? Is that right? 12 to 15%. 12 to 15%. Yeah. Actually use the same person again. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's and the disturbing. Diff- it's disturbing. And, the, and yet they've said it. And yet they didn't, mm-hmm. right? I don't think they were lying because there was no incentive. Right. It's just that, that we didn't continue to stay in front of them, right. to add mm-hmm. value, et cetera, have a program. So the, the idea is when you're, when you're in marketing, I had a friend of mine that has a PhD in marketing, and, and he said, you're, because you're competing with beer commercials and all of these things going all the time, you're having to be as high as you can in people's consciousness without making them angry. You see, that's a pretty thin band at the top of their consciousness. You want to say, oh, I'm th- whenever I think about mortgages, I think about Scott Layden. Or whenever I think about uh, real estate, I think about Christie or something like that, right? You want that, you want that vibe, it, but it's not easily achieved mm-hmm. because you've got to be up there right at the maximum without being over the top. Mm-hmm. But once you go under it, it's a dramatic loss yeah. in conversion, yeah. right? So the things that you would want to do is plan out in a database, what are the items that would make me someone that they would think about, Mm -hmm. right? And so it would be for a realtor, it would be things like market analysis, checking in on occasion, showing that I'm a human too, right? Here's a picture of me and my dog. Here is me working with this homeless alliance here, et cetera, right? Those kind of things. And you just really scope this and you guess by knowing your people, what they would respond to and like you and respect you and want to come back, send their friends, et cetera. I've been doing this in this market I, I, since 1992. May 1st, 92 was my first day in, in the mortgage business in Tennessee. And I literally have people working with me from that first month. And the most fun transaction I had last year was I got a call from a young man. And he said, I just graduated law school. Do you remember my name? And I said, oh, my gosh, the last time I saw you, you were in your crib. Mm-hmm. And I literally had seen him and he said, my mom said that you have to tell me what you told her on building wealth and budgeting and set up the mortgage. And I thought, oh my gosh, it actually works. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're communicating the value and you're trying to make it so valuable that someone would want to pass that on. And that's not unique to me. That's just defining your value proposition by looking through and being empathetic with your clients, being enthusiastic with your clients, sharing with them. For instance, my team calls a lot, but we call with a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. We call with, is there some way I can serve you? Is there some way I can help you? And sometimes we'll get so busy that I don't have time to do absolutely everything on a mortgage. So I've got a a good-sized team, right? And I do what I call table taps. And I walk around, and it's basically what a maitre d' would do at a restaurant. Hey, is the food good? Yeah. Is there anything else I can do for you, et cetera? And I think of myself in, you know, like in, a, in a nice restaurant, right? And the maitre d' doesn't have to do everything. The owner doesn't have to wait on me every hand and foot. But those things still need to happen. And then eventually, occasionally, the owner has to come by and say, hey, glad to see you're in again. We sure appreciate you. Those kind of things, right? So you can express appreciation, et cetera. Now, one of the things that's critical for database picking up is is you want to know about not only their their inquiries, their transactions, their abilities, their limitations, et cetera, like that. You're collecting all that you can, but you want to find out as much as you can about their personal life, right? Because as realtors, you're looking at satisfying that. So if someone says, I have a disabled child and that person needs to be near this particular school, 
right? You already know those people are absolutely stretched to the max. And most of the time, you know, on, on their time and oftentimes their finances and stuff like that, you have to be pretty wealthy to be able to have it be a non-event to have a disabled child, right? And so, but as a, as a loving, compassionate person who keeps track of that in your database and continues to add value, you can look at what goes on in their market and then keep them updated and say, these are things that might apply to you, et cetera. And by keeping track of that, you show extra care and attention. And I started databasing in this business in the early 1990s. And quite frankly, I can't remember everything. You know, I think I can, but I really don't. But I can pull it up and say, oh, well, how's your son doing over at UT? You know, which is not the one thing, same thing you want to ask them when they're at Alabama. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. There are yeah. big mistakes that Especially can be this made. Week. Yeah. yeah. We're recording <laughs> during um, Alabama, Tennessee week. So. Yeah. We yes. are. We are. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, that'll get the hackles up on a few people. Right? And so you're, you're learning how to do that and learning when people are going through life changes. You know, a lot of times in our businesses, they're having babies or the children are moving out or they're getting married or they're getting unmarried or something's going on. Right? It's the life changes. Uh, we'll go through phases. Like it's been a little bit easy in the Nashville market since I got here. And that's one of the reasons I came here. I had done a market study in 1991 and I called a fellow who ran a commercial program company down here. And I said, hey, I've done a market study. And if I come show it to you, would you give me your honest opinion? And he's, well, sure. And so I showed it to him and he said, Scott, you've given numbers to my feelings. It's about to bust loose. This is 1991. And so I literally went back. I owned real estate brokerage at the time. I had a small mortgage company, but it wasn't very good at the time. I was just doing some brokerage when my boss over at UCLA, he had a private firm, wasn't using me, right? Just kind of fill in the times. And so I gave my assistant some listings when she promptly went out and leased a, uh, a Mercedes 190, if you remember those old yeah. cars, right? Back in the day. <laughs> I remember the little 190s. They were cute. Oh, yeah. They were very cute. I packed up my budget rented truck and my Ford Taurus and moved out here. And it really has been a very much an easy price-driven market. When the population is growing and the demographics are improving and people are making more money and we're redoing things, but we're starting to mature, right? And so just as all businesses are cyclical, so are all markets. That doesn't mean that cycle is short. This has been a really, really long cycle. And I think we have about another eight or 10 years. But as of of this kind of growth, we're somewhere around, what, a million, eight, two million people right now in the MSA, Metropolitan Service Area. And we're going to grow up to about three million probably in the next 10 10 to 12 years. At that point, I don't know what it looks like, right? We're trying as hard as we can to make it a little more friendly for transportation, for qual- you know, qual- maintain the wonderful quality of life that we have here, et cetera. But that's going to be tremendous opportunities for realtors to say, I'm keeping track of this. And oh, by the way, you might want to take a look at this transaction and I'll sell your house and buy your house and make a smooth transition because you're ma- helping with that, right? Mm-hmm. For instance, we finally have a, a lot of people that are, I've financed a lot of people that have come from other states to be near their grandbabies. Yeah. Yep. We've right? seen a lot of, of that. Right? done a bunch of that and we keep track of that and that's really important. I have my first grandbaby so I understand the motivation. (laughs) And so now though, they are moving for instance to the Dell Web type of things where they're where they're saying it's it's much easier to live. I've got some people around me that are like me, etc. And if you keep track of how old your clients are in their database and what's going on in their life, you get to call them and say, hey, what do you think about this? How long do you think you're going to be in this house? How long do you think this situation is going to be there? And they'll say, oh, my gosh. Well, we were just looking ahead and such and such. Well, if the right deal came up sooner than that, 
if I kept my eye out for it, would you want to know about it? Awesome. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you're always seeding the ground with that. Then what happens is you're, you're pulling up your database and you realize that, that the Smiths are thinking we're going to go in five to seven years to a senior living place and move on like that. And what do you do every quarter then? You call the Smiths and you say, hey, I just wanted to let you know what's going on in the senior market. They're opening a new one out in Murfreesboro. They're doing this. They're doing that. Oh, by the way, if you have any family, friends, or coworkers who may want to buy or sell, can I count on you to let us know so that we can take great care of them as well? And if you make 100 of those calls, you'll get two or three leads mm -hmm. every single time. It's just, it's back to what I call a working market right? Where if a salesman keeps track of their people mm -hmm. and they're able to look into their lives and look into their finances and helps. So for instance, I'm in the mortgage business and it's no secret. This is, what is the date here? It's the 19th of October and interest rates are as high as they've been in decades, right? But right now I kept track and I pulled from my database, all of the clients who had 45% or higher debt to income ratios when I financed them over the last three years. So we already knew that they liked debt, right? We already knew that they were they they had high up there and now the rates are higher and I'm doing multiple clients right now. I've got one that I'm closing in a couple of weeks that were that even though their original interest rate was three and a half percent and their new interest rate is seven and a half, I think it is, on this one there's been so much volatility I don't have his rate memorized. But we're consolidating cars and credit cards and things like that because during the pandemic they had a contraction for their time of the type of the business. They ran up their debt and now we're going to save them eight hundred dollars a month in cash flow. So it's counterintuitive. You would think, oh, if somebody's interest rate on their mortgage doesn't go down, then they're not going to refinance. Well there are a lot of reasons that people do financing or move houses or change their life circumstances, et cetera. And right. it might- Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. How big is your database, would you say? Oh, I'm at 9,000 people now. Holy what I've been doing this 31 years. For sure, yeah, yeah, I get that. And then what system do you use and do you like that you have found to be most effective? Because I'm sure exactly you, what I was going to oh, really? ask. Of course, it was. I was going to say what I didn't open myself up to some, some <laughs> constructive <laughs> criticism here. We'll just say that. <laughs> okay, so that actually is the conundrum that's always the yes. always, it's, always, always, it's, exactly. it's the hurdle that I have started. I've paid. I've used free trials until they run out, and then I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. And so I'm going to give you the platitude one, and then I'm going to tell you my experience. Nice. Okay. The, the first one is the only database that you should have is the one that you use. Bingo. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because if you're not going to use it, it's not a database, period, right? So I started, I'm of the vintage that I started with what's called ACT, A-C-T, mm -hmm. yeah, back totally in the, oh, forever. yeah, ages and ages and ages ago, right? And the nice thing about ACT was that you could do what's called macros, which means memorized keystrokes. And so I could have a conversation with Christy all those years ago and then immediately press one button and it would then send an email that said, Christy, it was sure great to have a nice conversation with you. If there's anything else I can do for you, please let me know, right? Which if I typed every time would take me maybe 90 seconds or two minutes, but it took me one or two clicks, all right? So you're looking for ease, something that you'll use and automation. So I'm a closet programmer and I had the, I have this program, which now I love. I understand. Yeah, I'm a kind of a geek. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a geek, right? I, it's 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 easy it. to find me in the basement, you know. Just, love it. Yeah, and and so there's this program called FileMaker Pro, which a lot of people from early in the 
in the real estate days used, and it's very easy to create a database that you just get to write all of the fields and things like that. I don't even know why I was writing that down because I won't use it. No, you won't use it. You won't use it. So there are others. I making a note on that. I'm like... So the reason I use it is it's ease of use. It was the Apple mentality, which said you can create a database and use it without instructions, just like uh-huh. Apple. Right now, I'm using Salesforce. Okay. And, and Salesforce is just a Mac daddy, mm-hmm. super industrial yeah. kind of thing. But I'll, I'll, I should back up and say our FileMaker was working just fine. My team liked it just fine. And then the company that I'm with right now said, hey, come on in and use our Salesforce. It's awesome. Well, I got in and it stunk. It was awful. It would create two and three. I would talk to someone and it would duplicate their name and their records. And all of a sudden I had four copies of all these, all these things. The programming was really wonky. So eventually I went to my division manager and said, hey, I'm in the weeds on this thing. I've got to go out. I don't want to go back to Salesforce. I mean, excuse me, back to FileMaker because I like some of the automation I see in Salesforce, but I'm going to pull it out and run my own version. Now, remember, I'm a closet programmer, so I can do this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? And so I dumped it all out of the company database into my private version of Salesforce, and we're using that now, and it's fine. But you have to be willing to invest some time watching videos on YouTube. They have things, remember I I mentioned ACT having automations? Mm -hmm. Well, in Salesforce, those are called flows, F-L-O-W-S, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if this, then that. If this, then that. So Scott, I am using a spreadsheet. Yes. I'll just go ahead and say it. I am a Google Sheet girl. I have a about 200 people. I just recently went back into my database and mm-hmm. started doing a clean out. Past clients, clients who I'd love to work with are in there that I'd like to, you know, build a better relationship with. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of added columns. Sounds like I need to add a few more columns mm-hmm. after listening to you. Tell me your thoughts on using a spreadsheet for a smaller database. So the key on using a spreadsheet, especially something like Google Docs, is having a couple of fields that you can filter on. Yes. Okay. And so you might have past client, uh, single, you know, just the different things that you'd want to say, or golf, whatever, you know, you want to think of it like, are you familiar with the term tags? Yes. Okay. So just tag it. Okay. And you can tag it, I think in... in, I have like my source column where they came from and I have codes for that. So I know who my current clients are, past clients, referrals, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like I need to add some more personal. Right now, I'm just depending on my own memory. Which Ooh. is probably not the best. That's good. Well, well welcome <laughs> but, to your I don't know, youth. You have a pretty sharp yeah. memory. I was going to say, Heather uh, is sharp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't the atta- the past clients and where they've came from, and I usually will tag them back to where they've come from, mm-hmm. whether it's a family friend or I've worked at a number of private schools. So I mm-hmm. have that private school tagged, and that kind of jars my memory. But I, I hear you. Okay. So one of the things you'd want to have is a last action field. Okay. And last action date. Oh. Next action field, next action date. Okay. And then you'll want to have something that as you complete each of those last actions, okay. that it goes down into a long, just kind of run on field. Yeah. Okay. So then it creates a little timestamp and you can create some automation in Google. Google's very intuitive mm-hmm. that way. You can watch, how would I take this field, like field Z and append it to VL... Field A, okay. right? And a pen just means hang it on the back. Right. Okay. So it would take all of the stuff that you had before, 
take, and you might even say, I'm going to take the timestamp from before the date that I completed it, the thing that I did, put it down, and just keep on moving them back and forth. So you really have three fields. So then you can go in and you think, man, what did I, what was that guy I was talking to about golf or what was that thing where they were having such and such? And you'll go to that master field and you'll see that, okay. right? So you can have actions. Also notes can be the very same, same way. You can have a notes field. Now you don't have to have this in what you're looking at all the time, but you can have a note field and, an, and a note timestamp field and you can click a button and then have that append to your notes. Or you could, I would typically like to put the, the most recent ones earliest, right? Okay. But you can just keep on having that and just filter it on through. Now, what you want to do is on each of those notes, there's a, a concept called delimiters. And a delimiter just means what's the space between the data, okay? So that might be first name, space, last name, right? Or it might be date, like we were just talking about space, action, and so you want to have those universally this, use the same delimiters from each one on a particular row. Mm -hmm. And then to change the rows, the easiest is just to return. So what will happen is it'll say, this is a record. Each one becomes a record because then what you're doing is you're building a, a spreadsheet that eventually one day you could walk in and say, this thing's too big. I got too many people and you'll, then you'll pull it on all into and it's formatted for a database right then and there. Right. And in fact, there are a lot of databases. I, I, I don't know whether Bonzo does it. Bonzo is very intuitive. There are some out there that just use Google Docs as kind of the back brain. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, I programmed in one for a while, which I really loved called Cold Fusion. And that doesn't have anything to do with the CRM. It's just a database, but it allows a lot of automation you were able to write directly to spreadsheets from that. Okay. Right. And so there are a number of things that'll do that for Google Docs. And what happens is they know what the fields are, right? So it's basically plug and play. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be a frustrating couple hours. Or you could say, I wish it did this. And you can go out to Fiverr and somebody will do it for a couple hundred bucks. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. So Heather, I'm curious right now, how are you managing your database? I know you yep. use Mondays for your database day. And I do. So I really, I go in and for me, it's touch points. So I send mm -hmm. out newsletters twice a month nice. to my clients and then I do drop off gifts, mm -hmm. but I can't do them all at once. So I'll break them up into seasons. And so that is a column of when my last touch point was that I, you know, whether it was fall, I took them something or in the spring, I took them something. And so I was just going through yesterday and looking at making my holiday who I'm going to kind of take things for holiday to. Mm -hmm. That is how I use my database. Yeah, no. I mean, it's and when I send out postcards, Sweet Kelly in our office, I'm able to kind of export a sort 
the folks who I want to send something to mm-hmm. and I can send it out to her very quickly and then she'll upload it and they just go out in the mail. Mine is mostly email, dropping things off and then sending postcards in the mail. Perfect. And then, of course, phone calls. And, and as you know, from being in leadership in this industry, so many people don't do that, Right. And so the things that you do consistently like that and you're looking and just keeping in mind, you almost are assuredly top of mind as a realtor by doing that because none of your competition is doing it, right? right? Or very few of your comp. The, the other competition of yours that is doing that are having great results because you get great results. If you pay attention to your clients, they pay attention to you. People think, well, I did a great job for them. Of course, they'll call me back. They really don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. With the interest rates going up, things slowed down for lenders, right? Because not only did the number of mortgages contract because there aren't as many refinances as they were, they're pretty much driven now by need rather than by opportunity to get a lower payment, right? And so you've got a different set, so everything's smaller. And so you need to reach out and cast a wider net. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that when you're working in a database, when you're working in a spreadsheet database, you might want to have a prospect list right? Yes. That's a little bit different than your closed transaction list, mm-hmm. right? Because you're out there that's kissing good. your yeah. frogs to find out who's a prince. Right. Great right. Idea. right. So I have mine color coded. I have all, if you, if I have worked with you before, you're pink. Your, nice. your, your, your fill color is pink. <laughs> and that makes me happy. The more pink lines I see. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Where's your color today? <laughs> I don't have color uh-huh. today. Color yeah. today. <laughs> and then everyone else is, is not, their fill is not a color, but mm-hmm. my goal is to make them pink. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's very elementary, but it seems to work for me and I use it. And I like to see everything. I feel like when I get into these databases and I can't see it all in mm. front of me, yeah. I visually just kind of get lost in it. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you both a question and Heather, I'll start with you. You say you like to visually see what categories do you have? So obviously mm-hmm. the name, the phone number, the email address, what what all is in your... The source, their home address, family names. Source for me is really important because just with marketing and where I spend my marketing dollars. I like to look at every quarter, every year, where my clients are coming from, how they've heard about me. So I feel like I really pay a lot of attention and put a lot of detail with so on exactly source, where they came from. Are you just saying past client referral, current client referral, friend referral, or do you put this came from Sally down the street? So I would say if it's a family friend, and then I'll put the family friend's Got name. Got it. Or if I say past client, I'll put the past client's okay. name, and it's their neighbor. Like, how did yep. they hear so about you, me? you go a little detailed I go a that. little bit more detailed. And then, again, since I've worked at several schools in town, mm-hmm. I will actually name the school. Okay. There's so many marketing opportunities within schools. There are. To market yourself. And so when I see I'm getting a lot of traction, that is where I'm... I'm putting my, pushing yeah, pushing my dollars mm-hmm. into putting my name in their gym or, or, you know, taking out that full page athletic page ad, mm-hmm. because at the end of the year, I can see that, that that has worked out for me. Yeah. It's wonderful. And especially yeah. if you can get an opportunity to engage, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it, both of our businesses are must be present to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you just have to, that. you do <laughs> have to show up, right? You've got to show up and show, Hey, I'm a real person. I'm breathing. I like basketball. I like football. I'm encouraging the kids. Yes. I'm here for the spelling bee. You need to take your picture of yourself. You know, they're at the event doing your little selfie and popping that out. Hey, I sure had a great time with 
you've filtered them in your database. I sure had a great time with all you teachers, Yeah, you know, supporting at the basketball thing. If there's anything else I can do for you, please let me know. Right. So you're always looking to lever into those things. And you can't do that really without a database because mm -hmm. you you don't want to send, hey, you know, back to the Alabama UT thing. Right. You don't want to say, I sure enjoyed cheering on University of Tennessee and its great win over Alabama to somebody who bleeds red. Right. Right. I mean, that's just not good. And they would say, uh, Crimson. Crimson, yes. exactly. Yes, I got corrected one Sorry. time yeah. by an Alabama fan. And I'm like, oops, That's true. excuse me. Oops, swimmer here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just learning. I'm just learning. Yeah. Yeah. You look red to me. But uh, anyway. And so, Scott, what do you have when you're thinking of your database? Like Heather, you know, name, address, email, you have the basics. But then what are your other Transaction category. history is huge for me. Okay. So I want to know, you know, what they did last time, what what their motivations were, you know, how the how the transaction went. I usually went. This went smooth. This was challenging, but they liked us. This was challenging, but they didn't. You know, I mean, one of the one of the truisms of my business is, if you're really good, you get some deals to fix, and by the time they're fixed, nobody likes you. And so you need to be very, very cognizant of all every step through, not big timing them. Hey, I'm fixing your credit or, hey, I'm pulling a rabbit out of the hat for you or something. You want to express yourself with gratitude and you want to express yourself with, hey, thank you for the opportunity to be of service. Mm -hmm. I'm sure excited to m help you make these changes in your life because this is going to make things so much better for you and I care about you, mm -hmm. right? And you want to know that when you're levering into your database. So motivations, who they know, where they work is huge. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I have an affinity program for teachers. Okay. And, and, uh, and our company does nationwide, and we handle it for the state of Tennessee employees, a Tennessee National Guard. The teachers also use the Tennessee retirement system, and so we, we have a, a benefit for them. Middle Tennessee State, et cetera. And so we'll find constituents of people that fit. This is where we find prospects, right? They'll meet the demographics. These people have jobs. They typically pay their bills. You know that if you get into a 400-person engineering firm, you're going to do a lot of spreadsheets. And yet, because I'm a closet geek, that's fun for me. And so I'll get to do a lot of work. So you'll say, man, I'm in with this engineering firm or I'm in with this type of firm. But that would not be something, for instance, you'd want to keep track of what they do for a living. Because if you give a whole bunch of spreadsheets to a whole bunch of grade school teachers, my dad was a grade school teacher and then principal, they will not talk to you anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we had that conversation today. It's like you have to understand who your client is mm -hmm. and that will help you communicate. Mm -hmm. So you said you had 9,000 people in your database. Correct. How often is, so is it you looking at it? Is it your team uh, or do you have a dedicated database manager? It is a constant go in and clean it up. Yep. It is a constant they moved. They didn't tell you about it. They did right. this. I mean, I've got all the automated stuff, right, that you'd, that you'd expect. We've got the things that when their credit is pulled anywhere, it shows up in my database. Oh my. And so we fire off like that. If their house goes on the on the MLS and we they hadn't called us about it, we call and find out if they're going to need a new transaction. Mm -hmm. We're using all the AI and all of that stuff that we possibly can to feed into our database. But that's at a corporate level, right? And that takes a lot of money that most people... Got don't it. Do right. It. Okay. And honestly, even most corporations don't do a good job of right. it. Right. Right. Well, databases, I've served on so many boards and we are, they're always trying to find a CRM mm -hmm. that works. And it's very, there's not the perfect one. It's either too robust, mm -hmm. right. not robust enough. And then it comes back to exactly what you both said. 
use what you know you're going to use. Mm-hmm. You know? And the way that you do that is you reverse engineer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's actually would be a key point to this conversation. What do you want it to do? Right. You guys are asking me, what mm-hmm. do you keep track of? What do you want it to do? What do you want it to help you with, etc. And you should really just kind of get out an idea board or something, a whiteboard, and just start writing all of the ideas that you possibly can, can have. I'd sure like it to text. I would like it to two-way text because some of them are only one-way text. I'd like it to interface with MailChimp because I'd like to be compliant on my mail blasts, right? And keep track of all that and not not get fined. But still, I've got 3,500 people or whatever on this list, and I want to make sure that they know that XYZ is going on in real estate or in mortgages, etc. right? So you're backing into, I'd like it to do this, and then... Regardless of what your database you do, you, you need to make sure that it does all those things that you want or most all those things that you want. And then don't play with any of the other features, mm. right? So go in there and make it do your use case and then later on add the thing that they wanted to do, right? So for instance, if what you want to do is just keep track of the people that you talk to and send them information on the, the market and here's some recipes or whatever you're, you're jam is right you know it's just going to be was that jam in your recipe it was or your, yeah. <laughs> it was i did i did that freudianly but I, yes I was, I, clearly i'm not the database girl i'm not picking up <laughs> stuff. i'm letting y'all do all that talking <laughs> so so you're looking at saying what do i want this tool to do for me and the first thing you do is make it only do those things smart yeah. right yeah and and that is it it's so much of our business is baby steps get into the habit Heather and I did an episode on consistency is key. Consistently work on your database, consistently purge, add, create your hit list, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And you are a master at it. And I'm just so grateful that you joined our show today to talk about database. It's such an important piece. We've got a lot of changes going on in the industry right now. We do. Both yours out in the lending side. It's exciting. It is exciting. I have to see it as opportunity. I always see opportunity everywhere. Oh, I'm there with you. And I think the biggest opportunity of the day was having you come sit with us and talk on database. And I can't wait to talk again with you when we talk about working with investors. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. And just one last punchline on the database marketing, which we're, we're talking about, right? Not only uh-huh. database, but marketing. Remember, if you're not marketing to your closed clients, they're no longer your clients. They're someone else's prospect. So true. I love that. And you must be present to win. Exactly. And you must be present to win. And you can work... Oh, what was the very first thing you said about you can have 30 years of experience and one... You can, you can have a 30-year career or you can have a one-year career 30 times. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scott it. Layden, thank you. We are yes, going to have all of your you. contact information in the show notes. So y'all, if you want to reach out to Scott for all of your mortgage needs... He is the man. We so appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you saying that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. And hey, guys, if you have any topic, question you want Heather and I to cover, email us, podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Hope you have a great day. Call ATA, CPA, and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, 
We would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. The Wilson Group Real Estate Services is one of Nashville's top premier boutique real estate firms. We specialize in working with buyers and sellers for housing, investment, and commercial needs, as well as offering a full-service property management division for your investments. Check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com.